You're listening to Art House Radio, an Everything Arts podcast and an Art House 43 production. Visit arthouse43.com. Welcome to Art House Radio. This is episode 174, the Art Institute of Chicago. In this episode, we're obviously on the road again. This time, we're downtown Chicago at the Art Institute, looking at paintings by Hopper, uh, sculptures by Cy Twombly, paintings by Andy Warhol, and de Kooning. Now, one thing you can do is to follow along by looking at these paintings as I talk about them, and you can go to arthouse43.com slash arthouseradio to follow along. And remember to follow us everywhere at Arthouse43 and visit the very newly revamped website, arthouse43.com, which now has shopping where you can find the best art prints, sound art albums, and links to this podcast. Please remember to share it, and I hope you enjoy. This is the Art Institute of Chicago, episode 174. Enjoy. weeks ago I saw a painting by Edward Hopper, the American painter, um, in Portland, Oregon, and it was the one of the woman looking out the window. I don't know if there are multiple of those, but uh, the most famous one. And above her in the, the sort of little, I don't know what you call that, where the window extends out. I know some of you are saying that right now, uh, not understanding how I couldn't remember what that's called, but I can't. And above it, anyway, in this painting, there was like a green shape and I was sort of blown away by that because it was almost like the first time I saw the a huge Turner exhibit which I saw in Los Angeles several years ago and I was blown away I thought he was just like a little bit better than some sort of constable or dunstable or whatever the guy's name is who just painted like landscapes with sheep in them and I was blown away the skies were clearly somebody who was begging to be in a different period they were amazing and this is sort of the same feeling that I got looking at this um, painting by Hopper uh, in Portland, Oregon. Well, I saw another one today. I'm in Chicago, coming to you live from Chicago downtown at the Art Institute of Chicago. Uh, I looked at Nighthawks, which we all know it's famous. Uh, by the way, all these paintings that I'm going to talk about are going to be on the website, so you can look at pictures there. And I sort of started to get the same feeling about this one that I got about the woman in the window, that there are some shapes in there that uh, are just crying to be in a different style, maybe, uh, or maybe not. That's the beauty of it, I think, is that it goes either direction. It's sort of like if you've ever looked at early Rothko paintings where he painted the one, like the rail station, and you can see elements within that painting that are going to be his big thing, you know, shortly, that he became known for. And uh, it's a similar thing here, although... It's a little bit different because I get the feeling that Hopper's in complete control and the, the people in Nighthawks like, are just beautiful. It's just a beautiful painting. And, uh, but I still get that sense that there are these blocks or shapes that want to... There's a minimalist in there that just wants to come out and just let it all go and try something bold. I wonder if he ever tried anything. He must have, right? I'm sure he did. They all tried something. Uh, but... Uh, it was a, it's a great painting, and I'm really starting to like Hopper more and more. And I've heard that there's a Hopper Museum in Muskegon, Michigan. Uh, 
not a Hopper Museum, but uh, somehow the, that museum, that little museum in the middle west of Michigan got their hands on a lot of hoppers, probably illegally. They're probably going to jail, so I should get up there and see them before the, all that happens. Uh, hopper. I was looking at some sculpture works by Sai Twombly, and they were really beautiful. It was a platform, and on the platform there were maybe four different boxes that he had constructed, and then he sort of plastered them. It's all white, everything was painted white, and there was plaster on them, and he had like these odd bits that uh, in the description said were items from his childhood home, just random items. It was beautiful, and you never think of Sai Twombly as being as having sculpture, at least I don't, or maybe he just doesn't get enough credit. Maybe it's because people don't like it, they like uh, his paintings instead, but um, this was amazing, and it got me thinking about my own house, which was recently sold last year, and how all of the stuff that that we couldn't, that we didn't deem valuable enough to save was thrown in a dumpster and taken away. And I just thought to myself, if I ever wanted to replicate something like this, I lost my opportunity last year. It's a sensitive subject, but it got me thinking about the repurposing of those things. Like, for example, if I had found some old toys or some old pictures or maybe an old uh, object that everyone in my family growing up would recognize, but now it was put onto this into this sort of artwork um, and if it were in a museum wouldn't that be fantastic it's almost like if you think about Marcel Duchamp saying that that uh, the purpose of art like having a toilet which he did uh, and a vacuum I think the, once once objects lose their function they, be, they can become art if you present them in a certain way but this would almost, that would be true if I took objects from the house and plastered them to, uh, you know, um, plinths. But it almost becomes functional for some people in that it reminds me and would remind my siblings and family of these particular objects which have meaning beyond the work itself, which I thought was kind of interesting. Anyway, Sai uh, Twombly, sculptures. I had a moment looking at Andy Warhol's Pat Hearn painting. It's a print on a, on a canvas. I don't know what you call it uh, or what he did. Uh, 1985. And I was so blown away. It's such a striking piece. You can't help but stare at it. And it got me thinking, that's what art to me is all about. That there's something that you like. And that's something you keep staring at and you just keep looking at it and you don't want to look away from it, almost like a romantic partner that you can't be away from. Isn't that interesting? 
and, and I got to thinking about like, okay, the, the woman is beautiful and she's naked and that's probably part of it. Um, but it doesn't have, to me, it doesn't have a message. It's just, it's just the aesthetics of the lines and the, the woman and the, the way it's presented and the colors, which is very, you know, it's just white background and almost like a, a black and white painting, but there's like a pinkish tint to it. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful piece. It's one of my favorite things. But I, having that moment of realizing that that I think art is just about when it comes to why you're connecting with something or why you like it that the reason might just be that it's arranged in time and space in a very pleasing manner to you it's not that it's a woman or it's not that it's on canvas or not it's certainly not that it's political or anything like that don't get me started on that um, it's just that it's attractive to you and you you don't know why and that's okay it's okay not to know why you're attracted to something. You either know that you are or that you aren't. Warhol. I'm not interested in abstracting or taking things out or reducing paintings to design, form, line, and color. I paint this way because I can keep putting more things in it. Drama, anger, love, a figure, a horse, my ideas about space. Through your eyes, it again becomes an emotion or idea. That's William de Kooning, and it was on the didactic at the Art Institute of Chicago, which is where I'm coming to you live from. Uh, the Chicago show. Uh, it's de Kooning's 1955 painting, Interchanged. Fantastic. I stood at this painting for so long, just staring and staring, and I couldn't tell what it was I liked about it. And, and then I saw the horse, which he meant in that description. But it isn't just a horse. It's like a, an, an homage to cave paintings. There's something so brilliant about the idea of having this very, I mean, maybe he wouldn't like this term, but abstract painting that is very modern, very contemporary. And it's these beautiful slashes, but a lot of people would look at it and not see anything. It, it, you know, it's an abstract painting. It sort of represents what some people may think of as art snobbery or... or uh, I would say art intelligence, but people look at it that way and they, they see what it represents. And then in the, the center, there's this horse that's clearly painted like a horse you'd see in a cave painting, taking us all the way back to the beginning of humans. So here's this painting in the contemporary wing, doing the contemporary thing, and that's the last time I'm going to rhyme unless I want to sing. And the contemporary setting with the contemporary work, and it's got a painting of a horse in the center which takes us back to the beginning. Womb, tomb, and everything in between. 
I was blown away by that. It's a beautiful painting. De Kooning. Thank you. 